Hey guys, welcome to the What I Love About Men podcast. My name is Steph Ganowski, and as a men's coach, I'm on a mission to help men prioritize themselves, take ownership over their challenges, set boundaries in their relationships, and much more, all while adding a female touch and perspective. I hope this podcast helps you. We need you men, and as a woman, I'm rooting for you. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is going down the route of communication and what it means when men get emotional and can't control their emotions. We hear about this a lot, right? Um, why, why this happens is because men lose their leadership position, in my opinion, in the relationship to the point where they feel so out of control that they just react emotionally. Only them reacting emotionally isn't backed up by any need communicating what they want. So let's go back. Reverse, reverse. So (laughs) to start from the top, I first want to let you guys know that I'm hosting another free webinar. It is this this Thursday, um, January January 28th at 5 o'clock Eastern time. So you can go register for that in the description below. I'll put the link up there. But just know that I'll be talking about men maintaining the leadership role in their relationship with women and what that looks like in various scenarios. Um, Because I think it's important for you guys to understand how you can actually maintain that leadership. And this is what I help my clients do because it's very easy to fall out of. A lot of men, due to rejection especially, and other things cause this as well, but especially rejection puts men in this place of feeling intimidated by women And it forces them, it doesn't force them, but they allow it, I'll say they allow it to turn them into people pleasers because they don't want to deal with more rejection. So they get weaker in their communication. And because they're uncertain of the relationship, they're uncertain of their communication skills, they come across very pleasing in a way that's not so attractive to women. So then women shit test to test their strength and their test of character. And then they fail the shit test. So women keep manipulating and taking advantage. And the guy never puts her in her place or shows that he's still a leader. And then because of that, he resents her and blames her. She's upset. She's unhappy. She doesn't desire him. He no longer desires her. Many fights emerge. And this is the pattern that I have seen multiple times. Um, I'm not blaming it on men. I'm just saying this is a pattern that happens with men specifically because I work with men, I talk to men, and this is this is the situation that they find themselves in and where it typically starts from. So what I want to talk about in today's episode goes along the lines of maintaining that leadership and control in your communication when you express your yourself emotionally. So for instance, what a lot of guys do is, and this is why men feel like they can't express their emotions, because a lot of them just don't, haven't built up the skill of expressing their emotions. So a lot of men will just say things like, you know, that pisses me off and they walk away or, you know, they say, they'll say something and not really back it up with what they need. And a lot of guys do this because they don't feel comfortable letting someone else know what they need. They don't want to feel needy. They don't want to feel like they're begging for something. They don't want to feel weak. You know, maybe if you need something, that means you're a weak man, but that's not the case. Uh, You're actually weak when you just shout like a child and walk away, or when you avoid a topic because you're afraid, that's, that's weakness. 
Okay, so we have to start attributing or associating avoidance and lashing out and aggression as forms of weakness versus strength, which is standing up for yourself and what you actually need in a situation. And that doesn't mean you're needy. You know, maybe some men can be needy and maybe you've been in the place where you felt very needy. Um, And there are ways of you becoming a needy man, Um, you know, but this is when I'm talking about expressing your needs, I'm talking about connecting your feeling to what you need in the moment of communication. And what that looks like is something like you saying to the girl you're dating, to your girlfriend or your wife, I feel, you know, I feel really pissed off right now because I really wanted to spend tonight with you with just the two of us. You know, for instance, say in the situation she invited her sister over that night and you were supposed to have a date night. Instead of just saying, you know, that that pisses me off and walking away or just staring at her after you say it pisses you off, you're you're then expressing, you're going further to emotionally express yourself by saying something like, I feel pissed off because and then you're attaching your need to the feeling. Okay? So the feeling is I feel pissed, you know, maybe I feel angry is a better way to state it. And then you're saying because blah, 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 because I really wanted us to spend tonight together, which is the two of us. Um, so that's, like I said, connecting feeling to need. Does that sound needy to you? Probably not, right? Because it's just you're, very, you're being very straightforward in this case scenario, and you're, you're expressing how you feel, and then you're expressing what you need out of the situation. It's you're much more likely to get a positive response from the person you're interacting with by share, by attach by attaching the feeling to your need versus you just shouting a feeling or like I said avoiding the feeling or just not talking at all um because then this person can at least see and sh- and be compassionate in their response by saying all right well how about we do that this day or I can commit to that this day, or I'm really sorry, I didn't realize you needed that so badly or that you wanted that so badly. And it opens up a a discussion of, like I said, compassion. And that's what this book says. I'm actually taking this from Nonviolent Communication, this lesson by Marshall Rosenberg. So it's a book I just started reading on how to open up communication in a way that allows the other person to feel compassion in their response so that you keep the communication going versus cutting it off and uh, making each other upset or putting the person straight in, in defensive in a defensive place. You're, you're just simply stating your need. And, you know, as the book says, like you're so much likely to get, um, to, to get what you want out of a conversation by expressing what you need. How will you get what you want if you don't share what you want? You know, and they even have an example um, where they say that judgments of others are alienated or actually alienated expressions of our own unmet needs. So the example in the book says, if a wife says you've been working, you've been working late every night this week, you love your work more than you love me. So that's the quote. She's actually saying that her need for intimacy isn't not is not being met, right? So she's like judging her her husband. You've been working late every night. You love your work more than you love me. And she's just saying that out of out of out of sadness, right? Like she's she she could have said I feel sad because it seems to me like you love your work more than me and I really want to spend more time with you. 
I really want, I really, I really feel like I need more intimacy in our marriage. That would be her expressing the need, but because she's not expressing the need, it comes off very judgmental, right? So the example, once again, is you've been working late every night this week. You love your work more than you love me. She's like blaming him. She's judging him. And how do you think he's going to react to that, right? He'll be like, no, I don't. That's crazy. Why would you say that? When, like I said, if you use the other example that I just made up where it's like, she said, I feel really sad because it looks to me... My, from my perspective, it seems like you love your work more than me and I really need us, I, I feel like I really need more, or I really need more intimacy in our marriage. I think we often say, I feel like, you know, and we should just cut that out and go straight to the need. So see how it's just, see how he would react to that versus the first one. Most likely the husband would say, Oh, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, we definitely do need more intimacy. How about we do this? You know, and it's so much more likely to have that compassionate response from the partner versus him getting all upset that she's judging and him trying to defend himself. That's not what I do. And then it goes back and forth and gets nowhere because she's not actually putting her need on the table. And that's our job, guys. Like, it's up to us to express our needs because they're they're individual needs, right? All of our needs are different. And at different times, we're going to need different things. And especially in our romantic relationship, we're going to have to share those needs if we ever want them met. Because if we don't share them, we can't blame the other person for not meeting them. We didn't share them. You know, how are they supposed to know? They can't read our mind. Um, And it shouldn't be their job to sit there and try to pull it out of us. We should take ownership over the fact that, hey, I have a need. It's not being met. I'm going to express it. And that doesn't mean I'm needy. That means that I'm saying how I feel by first an actual feeling, which actual feelings are like sad, angry, um, those things. All right, irritated um, isn't a feeling, okay? So like when you're irritated, how do you feel? So it's really being specific with how you feel and then attaching it to, um, to your need, Okay. Um, The book also says that I wanted to share something I highlighted. It has been my experience over and over again from the moment people begin talking about what they need rather than what's wrong with one another, the possibility of finding ways to meet everybody's needs is greatly increased. All right. So like I said, when you're sharing your needs, then it opens up your partner to being more expressive of their needs because it creates this safe space, you know? So if you're never sharing your needs, then most likely your partner won't either because that's not an open, comfortable discussion. So now that you have the education, (laughs) you're welcome. (laughs) Um, You know, me too. I have the education now. So it is our job to lead with the education of knowing that it's okay and it's best to communicate when we when we express our feeling and we attach our need to the feeling based on that situation. All right. And also if we don't value our needs, the book says others may not either. So if we don't value our personal needs, then our partner won't because they don't see that it's important to us. They don't see that there are needs that need to be met. They, they don't know at all that there's needs because we're not talking about them. <laughs> you know, So it's really important to, to just put ourselves out there. And I know like, going back to how men, it's usually more difficult um, to express emotions 
this is just a known thing, right? Like guys are telling me all the time, I have trouble opening up. I have trouble expressing my emotions. And this is a great way to start, guys. It's just by saying how you feel in the moment and and then attaching it to what you need out of that situation. Um, and even if you fuck up, you know, cause you guys are going to fuck up. If you're not used to doing this, it's a skill. Like I always go back to this communication is a skill. So don't beat yourself up. If you mess up, just come back and say, Hey, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have shouted at you that way. What I meant to say to you was I feel really angry about this because I, I need to blah, blah, blah. Um, I need more time with you, whatever, you know, Think of your own situation and what you would say. And if you just avoid it and you're silent and then say you're in your room and you're like, fuck, I should have said something when I had the chance. If Steph were here, she would be screaming at me because I had a perfect opportunity (laughs) to express my need and I didn't. Then go back, okay? You can always go back to your partner and just say, hey, uh, I know I was silent before, but this is, I was actually feeling like this and feel that way because blah, blah, blah. And then go back. You know, so many guys feel like, oh, I lost my chance or I fucked up and then I did it wrong. So I just have to wait for the next one. No, because most likely you're going to fuck up first. Most likely when you first start practicing this, you're only going to notice after you fuck up because you're not fully aware of it yet. You haven't built the skill set. You haven't practiced it. So until you're until that skill is second nature to you and it's no longer um, it's more in your conscious, your conscious state of mind it's going to be difficult and you're probably going to catch it after you already mess up. So like I said, even if you mess up, go back and fix it. It's fine. All right. Go back. And by fixing it, I mean, actually express how you feel and what you need based on the feeling. So going back also, this doesn't mean you're a needy guy. Um, if you, if you are feeling that you're constantly saying, I need this, I need that, I need that. Maybe you are in a state of neediness where you need to talk with someone, maybe work with me, work with someone, because a lot of men will feel needy if they're not giving themselves something. They'll look for it in their partner, and even if their partner gives it to them, it will never be good enough, and they'll always need more. So that's a whole nother thing. If you feel like you're constantly expressing needs, and it's just again and again, and you actually feel like it's just way too much, for, like you're noticing it a lot, then that's probably a different a different story. Maybe have some some blocks under there, some things you're personally avoiding with yourself that need to be dealt with. So that's different. But in all, just get better around uh, addressing your feeling, expressing your feeling by saying it, how you feel, and what you need from it, all right? So with that being said, Um, Like I said earlier, I am hosting that free webinar, free training for you guys uh, this Thursday, January 28th at 5 Eastern Eastern time. And this is to help you guys um, gather other ways of being a leader in your relationship. Okay, so this is one way in your communication. This is one way to lead in your communication by stepping up, saying how you feel and what you need. All right. There are other ways when it comes to setting boundaries, when it comes to maintaining your confidence in the relationship, whether that's physically, emotionally, whatever the case may be, sexually, whatever the case may be. Um, when she's shit testing you, how do you respond? That's, that's a way to take the leadership role. Like there's a certain way a leader responds and there's a certain way a nice guy responds or an aggressive guy responds. So I want to help guys take that leadership role and really maintain it and stay in it. 
so that you don't lose sight of being that leader and feeling confident in your relationship, knowing what to say, and knowing how you can express yourself in a healthy way. All right, guys, so super important. Like I said, a lot of guys struggle with this, and this is why I do what I do. Like Romantic leadership is now my thing because I see that this is a problem. Men are putting women on pedestals, and it's just it's not good for the sexual dynamic of male and female relationships. It's really not. Um, because like I said earlier, the more that women get, um, the more that women see men weaken in a relationship or like cater to them or like put them on a pedestal, the more women will naturally take advantage and manipulate. And this isn't always from a malicious place. It's from a place of her trying to test you to see when is this guy, guy going to man up? Like, when is my man going to be strong? And can he be strong for me? Can he be strong for this relationship? And this is part of the shit testing that I'm going to talk about on the webinar on the free training. And it's it's a test for you guys to step up and take that ownership back and take that leadership role back. So it's really interesting and cool. And actually, like it's it's just so fascinating. It makes so much sense, that dynamic between men and women, uh, men and women when it comes to this stuff. So all right, the uh, link for the training will be in the description below to register. Even if you can't make it that day, register anyway, because then at least you'll get the, the replay within 24 hours after that. All right, but that is it for today's podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it and have an amazing morning, evening, or night wherever you are in the world. Talk to you guys soon.